Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. With HSE Midwest. For updated factual information, see hse.ie. By staying apart, we can save lives. Anne has been in touch to say, Joe, I always listen to your show, but I notice uh, you play loads of music. I always thought it was a chat show. Do you listen to chat shows like Niall Boylan or Jerry's chat show on Radio Kerry? They're not playing stupid music in their talk show. Leave the music to the DJs. You're a journalist, Joe, I always thought. Rant over. I love going to the beaches in the kingdom, says Anne. <laughs> Rant, you're fully entitled to your opinion. I have to say I enjoy the music. Um, I don't know if you're um, anti-music in general or just specifically on this show or on chat shows, but I do know that if you still happen to be listening, you're not going to be thrilled with this. If you're wondering what those songs have in common, they're all big hits from Summers Gone By. These songs and many more made up the soundtrack to your summers. And if you're from Limerick, then most likely you spent some of those summers in Kilkee. And I'm joined on the line by two good friends of the Limerick Today show, Fergal Deegan uh, of the Limerick Leader and Dave O'Hora from Southern Media and Marketing, who are working on a project looking at people's memories of Kilkee. And unfortunately, at the moment, for most Limerick people, that is all that they actually have, much to their disappointment as we head towards the June Bank holiday weekend. Uh, you're both very welcome, uh, gents. Good morning, Good morning to you. Um, so, obviously, with a bit of time on both of your hands, you've been thinking about how you might fill it. And, uh, Dave, uh, what's behind this idea? Uh, I suppose time, Joe, idle hands, <laughs> the devil's work. Um, I, I suppose what's behind it, briefly, is that Kilkee has been such a, a central point to so many people's lives young, old and in the middle and still continues to be. Uh, it's like growing up in Fry's. People grew up in Kilkee and very pivotal moments in their lives happened there from your first swim to your first love uh, to your first Chinese in a lot of cases. So, but a common denominator in the background of all of that was music. Sometimes not just the music of the day but music of yesteryear as well. The best of order songs, uh, the song that you fell in love to and different years had different songs. And the interesting part when you talk to people, the same two people, or sorry, two different people can remember very different songs of that summer, depending on what age group they were and whether they were listening to the, the folk heroes or the pop. But very quickly you begin to realise that they're shared memories. And Kilkee is the central point of that. So that started a conversation and it started far good tinkling on the ivories. And we said, what does that look like and sound like? And we're not quite sure where it's going, but 
that began the search we're on at the moment. Yes, uh, and Fergal, anyone who's been enjoying you on Twitter knows that uh, music and Kilki are important parts of your life. Yes, Joe, look, as I said, we all grew, we all grew up and, and most Limerick people have great memories down there and, and even my own from the music front, the singing pubs competition and and uh, just the sessions um, th- that were held in Kilkee, the various bands that played down there at the time from the shanty towns, the pubs that have now gone, that, that were a hive of activity. And um, there's also just the, the memory, apart from the music, there's the memories, there's the sayings, there's what we used to do in Kilkee, there's, there's the places, they all have names down there. And when we got chatting, we, we started to throw down lists like Wally's Amusements and Pongo, and the Palacoles and Burns's Cove and all of these, and even the younger people, I think, wouldn't realise that. And and it's it's a funny thing when you tell people that Burns's Cove only men could swim there, and a lot of them swam there without swimming trunks. And that wasn't forty years ago; like that was up to ten years ago. And the youngsters are nearly looking at you with with two heads at the moment. But there are so memories from down there, and they're they're all, I, I suppose, as, as as Dave said, well, well, some must have plenty of time in our hands at the moment, and. We get, we're beginning to lose the memories and we're beginning to lose the old stories. And as the poor older generation are moving on, the stories aren't being passed down and they're, they're not being saved or, or, or chronicled anywhere. So, Fergal, how do you see this excellent notion progressing? <laughs> well, you know you're two lunatics behind it. So, <laughs> um, um, we're, as Dave said, we're not really sure, right? What we're, what we're, what we're going to try to do is, is try ask the people for as much as possible to send us their memories or send us all photographs or send us sayings that they, they associate with Kilkee or, or the music at the time that they were involved with um, or even establishments that are now closed that some of the people w- would, have, would, have, would have forgotten about, um, like the West Cliff or the West End Bars. Like they were all hive of activities in Kilkee years ago. Kilkee people will know this. Uh, the Victoria, all those have since passed on and like people don't remember them, the younger generation don't even know they existed. Um, as I said, the game of Ponga, I'm sure people are saying, "What was that?" You know. So th- there were certain things, the periwinkles. You, you know, um, it, it was. It's just we're going to compile all of this. We're, we're the, the, we we've a couple of notions between you, you know trying to do something on the stage, trying to do something through video, trying to do something musically. You know, uh, I think when we gather the material, we look at each other, and then that's when the fun will begin. Yes, we're chatting to Fergal Deegan and Dave O'Hora about Kilkee and in some way chronicling uh, the past experiences uh, there, especially for Limerick people. And uh, we at Live 95 uh, broadcast a Limerick Lives documentary about Kilkee and that might prompt some of uh, your uh, memories. You hear the expression, are you down in Limerick itself, where people who have brought their family down will be up themselves working. And they'll tell you inside in the pub, I'm really down in Kilkee. You know, they're looking at you across along the bar, you know. <laughs> so uh, th- that's a sort of a bizarre way of using the, 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 the phrase. I'm really down in Kilkee, you know. Which means that they're sort of, they're sort of sneaking back up to Limerick to, to live the bachelor life during the week while the wife and kids are below in Kilkee, really. I enjoy the crack, the sea view, the pollock holes, bringing down the kids for the summer. They love the um, playing, uh, swimming here and the enjoyment here and the whole area in general. It's just a crack and good sport at night, uh, entertainment. Um, it's just a nice, just a nice area. Do you know, it's 
basically. The kids really enjoyed the place down here. And um, it's their holiday. It's my holiday. That's why we come here. How long are you down? When did you come? When are you going back? You might be any after arriving. How long are you staying? Where are you staying? <laughs> Who are you staying with? You've got the whole litany. And you barely have to come into Kilke, like, you know, but that's Kilke. That's Kilke. I've had so many holidays here. It is paradise. And I think anyone, if you had the weather here, people need never go to Spain. The weather, like Kilke in the fine weather, is beautiful. I've been coming down to Kilke for 55 years. I learned to swim in that bay. The dogs paddle, as every child learns. And it was... Uh, I was down here with the Boy Scouts, St. Joseph's Troops. Maybe some of the old scouts might remember me coming down here. I see there's a lot of changes since you came down here first. Uh, I see no scouts now. Where we used to where we used to camp as scouts up on that hill behind <laughs> the, the Kilkey Bay Hotel. There's a big open field there with donkeys braying at night, keeping us awake. And we... Dealing off where those other houses are now, where there was an old quarry, we used to smoke cigarettes behind it, behind it, and also accompanied by the donkeys, of course. And tell me, uh, what is it you think that Kilki is makes Kilki so attractive for Limerick people? Uh, it's hard to know. I think it's a lot that every everyone else from Limerick comes here, and they meet people maybe from other parts of the city that they mightn't have met for twelve months. Because Limerick is becoming a big place now. You see people who come here and you know their faces and you've had a pint with them last year, but their first name doesn't come to you, you know. So you renew acquaintance with a lot of people. Maybe they've now shifted to the other side of the city. They might be going out to Castle Troy and you might be living out Cardavan or somewhere, you know. So just meeting them all again and having the old pint and having a little bit of seafood, which, are, which we don't always get in Limerick. These sort of mixtures, you know. A change, but a gentle change. Can you hear the sound of the sea in the background uh, there? That uh, lovely documentary uh, broadcast a few years ago now as part of our Limerick Live series by Grey Heron Media in Kilfinnan about Kilkee. Just a snippet there and some very interesting uh, comments passed. We'll take a break and we'll chat a bit more to Fergal Deegan and Dave O'Hora about it. Limerick Today now on 461995. Now we are chatting to Fergal Deegan and Dave O'Hora about their concept of getting Limerick people to gather in the great memories they have of Kilkee. And uh, a listener says, oh, I, can I just say something about Kilkee? When we were young, my mother uh, would have us down in the bus. Uh, she'd uh, make us take off our cardigans to let the air get to us. You'd have goose pimples on top of goose pimples. Then she'd slap sun cream on us and the wind would blow the sand up on top of us. We were like sandpaper. There was uh, one uh, picture house. There was a shop next door that sold sweets. And my sister and my mother and aunt would get sweets there. Sometimes the circus would come or people would put on plays. And when you have good memories of someplace like Kilkee, it's magical. Um, but uh, this particular listener says, I honestly don't think it's the same place anymore. And that comes in from Antoinette. And another listener uh, says, we used to go to Kilkee all the time. Myself, my husband, the three kids. Then when I had grandkids, we took them. My husband actually ended up working down there. He stayed in uh, Lynch's pub, the B&B. 
I used to take all the kids down to him at the weekends. Everyone knew everyone. You could go uh, on uh, the pub to your own and it was the same crowd you'd meet. It was like a home from home. And that comes in from Mary and just uh, two examples. And I mean, some of the things, um, Fergal Deegan, that were mentioned in the snippet of the documentary that uh, uh, we played, uh, for example, you know, being up in Limerick or living the bachelor lifestyle in Limerick during the week because the family are down in Kilkee for the summer. Yeah, I mean, there was there was a bit of that to run up, Joe. Um, and, and I mean, it, it was an era, and it's funny, like, there was an era there where there was no mobile phones and stuff. So, I mean, I remember my own father-in-law, he used to actually write a letter on a Monday down to the family. And uh, my wife just telling me, did I be waiting Wednesday for the letter to arrive to see what was going on up in Limerick and what was, you know, because they would had had sent him a letter to say what they wanted for it to be brought down uh, at the weekend, um, and you know a lot of a lot of, in in that era gone by, a lot of of the housewives didn't work, so the family actually went to Kilkee, and the husband stayed up in Limerick working away, and then by hook or crook they went down on the weekends, and communication wasn't as easy. Uh, back then, as it is today, so it was fascinating. Yeah, yeah. D- and you know, there was there was a there was a weather barrier. We had a big problem in Limerick. A lot of uh, people interested in geography weren't aware of this, but there was a completely different weather based in Kilkee. If you, if you met anyone who was an holiday in Kilkee, they only got two bad days <laughs> for the whole for the whole day. So there was only there, and they weren't the same two bad days that anyone got. We only got two bad days. It was a great thing. Because it, it never rained in Kilkee. The mine California. It never rained in Kilkee. And the other thing, Dave, is, you know, again, from the documentary, uh, how long are you down? When are you going back? All those typical questions. I mean, yeah, and I think, again, it was the charm, the the, the age groups. I, I We weren't brought up on Kilkee uh, for different reasons, but I only started to discover much later in life, really, um, but the first time I went to Kilkee when I was young, I was brought there by somebody from Kilkee, uh, one of the Collinses, uh, who lived here in Limerick, but their family lived in Kilkee. And that was a very unusual thing for other people, that to know somebody from Kilkee, because you went there on your holidays, and it seemed to be Limerick, uh, you know, took over Kilkee. But there was a very strong community, and there still is in Kilkee. And the charm of the place was those people, in a way, have acted as guardians. And that listener who came in and said it has changed, my first memory of it 40 years ago was people giving out about the change. So it's constantly changing as we grow up, and it's changed for everyone's lives. But it's been that constant for so many people and so many milestones. And I often think if you think of that ring from the Palacos around to uh, George's head, it's like growing up. You could take people who start as kids swimming with their grandparents and, and follow their life all the way around to the other side when they're grown people and the cycle starts again. And, yeah. and that's kind of what we want to capture. And, and um, I must say, Fergal, one of the most poignant lines in that snippet that we played from the documentary uh, was uh, the woman who said, if you had the son... You'd never need to go to Spain. You could spend all your time in Kilkee. Well, the option of going to Spain is not there, no. Yeah, I mean, I know that's, and uh, you know how the world has changed and how, um, you know, how things have evolved. I mean, I'm sure there are people itching at the moment. Like, there's another long weekend coming up. We're still in lockdown. Um, 
sometimes I've heard people saying I even I'd give anything if I could just drive down to get in, have a swim, and come back home. Um, or I'd do anything if I could go down and have the cliff walk and come back home. So our our local gyms are becoming um, more and more important to us, and we're now beginning to appreciate. I think what we actually have in our doorstep, and I think we, we'd last sight of that. Um, because, you know, certainly in modern times, the idea of not being able to hop in the car and just go to Kilkee, often at a moment's notice, like lots of Limerick people do if they've got places uh, down there, would be unheard of. But right now, it may as well be Timbuktu. Yeah, yeah you, you might as well be looking to go on a 24-hour flight and <laughs> then uh, pop down the road for an hour to Kilkee, the way things are at the moment, you know. And, and, and as I say... Like, you know, people are missing this, you know, and we've never had such good weather. I mean, the irony of it all, I mean, at the moment, the weather has been so magnificent. We'd be there praying for days for long weekends that we get one or two fine days so we could head off. But it has never been so good, um, which makes the matter, like, you, you know, you're just itching a bit more. Uh, and Dave, you know, we're also conscious of the fact there are people listening who, for them, it's Ballybunion that is their Kilkee, isn't it? Yeah, I think that's the important thing to remember. Like, Limerick, in its own way, it's like it does with rugby and other sports, we, there is nowhere in the world, <laughs> like wherever it was that you go. In this case, we're talking about Kilkee because it meant so much. But there was Ballybunion, La Hinch, La Hague, and, and the people who went to Quilty, and, and they were the ones that felt they had discovered another world away from everybody else. And, and the myth that I learned, again, much, much later in life, was that People say, I wouldn't go to Kilkee, my eldest. All you do is keep beating people, you know. And in fact, lots of people go, and lots of people avoid that, and lots of people manage to have a very great time on their own. So however it's done, it is whatever people make it themselves. And, and, I, and that's really what we're trying to capture, Joe, here. we got some fabulous photographs. Uh, Dominic O'Rear, uh, his father, I think it was, Dominic the Architect, had an incredible collection that looked like something the great Gatsby of people on holidays in Kilkee. Your own um, Jerry Casey there, his dad, Clem, was a, a great videographer, which we only discovered recently. And he had some fabulous footage of, uh, of Kilkee. So we want to share photographs, music from whenever, the songs. Um, and I think when they're all put together, sayings, the sayings are endless. Every time we mention a saying, someone adds another one. Um, throw your face up to it. <laughs> that's sunbathing. Um, so if we could, that's, and when we gather all that pot, we're hoping to mix it in different ways and, and bring it back to, to bring the memories out. And, and one last one on that show, uh, barbecues. That smell, if you ask someone 40 years ago, the smell of a barbecue wasn't there 40 years ago. We didn't do it, right? Burnt sausages were a very strong smell, but that was my frying pan. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I'm very interested in what you had to say there because I remember asking a few people who have discussed Kiki in the past about this notion of meeting people that you know and you might have recently had a row with in Limerick down there. So there is, there is a way of avoiding that if that's what you want to do. We're chatting to Dave O'Hora and Fergal Deegan about their project uh, on Kilkee. Fergal, what is your earliest memory of the place? Yes, my earliest memory. We used to go, as, as a youngster, we used to go in the month of June, Joe, would you believe? And uh, in the first days, we used to stay in a mobile home, in a small little mobile home caravan park on the way in, on the right. And then we finally 
uh, progressed. My grandmother found a house, Mrs. Mack's house. Her name's and it's still there, but the first house on the left-hand side that you go in. And we, we used to uh, all book in there for the full month of June. And my dad used to be working, and then we dumped my grandmother. And uh, it was just, you know, the whole activity of, of the swimming um, the 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 sandcastle. There was more competitions in Kilkee. They had the, back then. You had pony rides, like you'd never see. We'd never see a pony in the city back then. You go down, you'd be sitting on the pony in the beach, you'd be up and down, thinking you were John Wayne or someone. So, um, it's gone back that the, far. The best ice cream, the best cone. Uh, well, the ninety nines were always great. You know, the, the ninety nine was the job down in Kilkee at the time. You know, so yeah. and, and, The other thing, Dave, to mention because it's a very important thing to say is economically, places like Kilkee and Ballybunion and La Hinch that you mentioned, and many other similar places around the country, if they're lucky, if they're lucky, they'll have some sort of season from maybe the twentieth of July. Yeah, but uh, I, I think. I think it will come back, Joe. Um, I think people will find their way to a holiday. And uh, I think you're going to... Right now, even, again, as we were talking to people over the last week or two, it's funny, the the memories come rushing back to them. And in a way, that's given people the realisation, just what you mentioned there, this is on our doorstep. And if any bad good has come out of this funny time, it's we're really beginning to get back to our roots and appreciate what we have when we have it. I think we will see Kilkee this year and we'll see Ballybunion and Lahinch. And I think we'll come to it with a, a new relish and a, and, a, and a new enthusiasm uh, and appreciation for the place that's been there for so long. But I think we'll go back and it'll open our eyes to how lucky we are to have it there. Yeah. Uh, and Fergal Deegan, then, if people listening this morning, and I'm sure many have had their memories of Kilkee prompted by what uh, you and Dave have had to say, how can they get in touch? How can they get in touch, Fergal? Oh, sorry, George, the, the line was bad. Um, we've set up an email at kilkeememories at gmail.com if you'd like to send us your sayings, if you'd like to send us uh, photographs, if you have any footage or, you know, anything. But that's, we've specifically set up uh, an email account, kilkeememories at gmail.com that people can send in their stuff to us. Okay, well, we certainly look forward to talking to you again about the product of this and whatever <laughs> it actually ends up becoming. We might give you a starring role, Joy. Yes, you don't know. <laughs> you never know, absolutely. <laughs> and Joe, that, that lady who, who came in who said that she loves your voice, Joe, we, you should do more stuff for her, Joe, and send her, send her just your voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're such a PR man. Um, I, I, t- tell me qu- quickly, both of you, in terms of, of media and Fergal, with your commercial director hat on at the Limerick Leader, where are we, do you think, now? Yeah, I, I'm not really sure, Joe. I mean, as, as you're aware, I, I'm... I'm still temporarily out of work. It's a difficult time for the media industry, especially the local newspapers, because no more than yourselves, you would appreciate. We live on the advertising revenues. Uh, shops, businesses, businesses and places are closed. So, I mean, we can't be knocking on doors of, of closed premises to keep us going. So it's very, very difficult times. Um, I, I do think we, w- we will come out of it. Um, you know, p- the business community are starting to reopen. Things are starting to get back in track. But I do think it'll, it'll be... It'll be It'll be a while. It's not going to happen overnight. We're not all going to go. It's not all going to open and we're all back to normal um, day one. So I think it's going to take time. I'm I'm, lo- I'm looking forward to come back to work when that's going to be. And of course, we are gonna, we're going to be ending up doing things differently and looking at things differently. Yeah. And um, from your perspective, Dave, from Southern Marketing and Media's perspective? 
Yeah, Joe, the world had become strange as it was. Social media had disrupted the norm and added to it ways and with new things you can do that are exciting, but they'd also taken, uh, uh, given traditional media dent. Um, I think, again, what you're going to come back to seeing is that people are beginning to understand what social media is, that it's a channel and that it's different and it can do things. I think traditional media is going to have to make sure that it does very well what it does. It's very influential. Uh, and it, it needs to keep that influence because that's going to be the difference. There's one thing talking to people, but there's nobody listening to you or they don't believe you. So I think the, the existing media will have a struggle to begin with. But I think if they're strong and they stay being good at what they're good at and holding on to the people who listen and read and watch, um, I, I think it, it, it will be okay, but it's going to be very difficult to begin with. All right. Well, listen, great to chat to the two of you uh, this morning. Thank you very much uh, for talking to us, Dave O'Hora and Fergal Deegan. So uh, they've uh, told you how you can get involved in their great Key Key project if uh, that's what you're into and uh, you have a knowledge of the place uh, and you're uh, missing it and looking forward to going again or, as they pointed out themselves, if that place for you is Ballybunion or La Hinge or Quilty or Spanish Point or elsewhere in the country, maybe down to uh, West Cork, then I'm sure you're pining for it as well as we head towards another bank holiday weekend. Call Limerick today now on 461995.